Tis the season for A to the K. And we'll be back next week. I think. <laughs> um, ho, ho, holy you shit! What's on your head? Occasion. Um, I don't really know. To be fair, some kind of cat toy. Um, nice. But yeah. So you're it's that time of year. That oh, you're not gonna be able to resist that. Are you? I, I, I'm okay. struggling too already. Okay. It's that time of year, Carl. It is that time of year when it we take a look back. It's um, honestly we were on the verge of doing a clip show, but uh, in, a, in an ideal world, if we had some kind of unpaid intern that could just do the grunt work for us, and if you'd like to be an unpaid intern, <laughs> you call us now. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that was the plan. We were going to look back at some of our favorite moments and all that. But then we were like, editing. Who's got time for that? So you're not going to get a cheesy clip show. It's like mm. sometimes things just don't pan out. So then we cut. <laughs> I mean, we had a whole plan. That was like what we were going to do. What we are going to do is sit and talk about ourselves. For probably half an hour. Yeah. Strap yourselves in while we, you know, gloat and, you know. In this lovely cold winter night, grab yourself a nice cold drink. That's right. What's that you're drinking, Anthony? This here? Why, it's a Pepsi Cola. Oh, yes. Uh, Who's Max? not bow down to corporate sponsors. It's a Pepsi Max. Who's Max? Um, But yeah, I love it. I love it. But, so the plan is. Ah. Ah, perfect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we sold out basically. Is, yeah. is, is I even problem. went like because uh, I know the majority of our audience is American. I even called them chips. There you go. Look at that. Look at that commitment. But um, yeah, the plan is so uh, a bit of a recap over the past year and what a crazy year it's been. It's where we get reflective and whimsical. It is. Um, but I know we say this every year. Is this like the th- this is the third one of these we've done now? We started yeah. in twenty twenty. We're a yeah. lockdown podcast. Um, so obviously Locked we right did now. recap 2020 recap 21 and now recap 22 and um, we say it every year but how do we top last year how do we I top know, this right, year, what, um, year what, a, what a good fun year we've had it's been mental hasn't it let's be yeah. honest um, obviously we've just like from a growth standpoint as well I, st- I haven't grown at all to be fair I'm still like 5'8 yeah, yeah. yeah still taller than you yeah, and um, you know, <laughs> one day, you know, I keep hoping that. Uh, but no, like from a, a channel perspective, so we hit 1K subs on YouTube this year, which yeah, was which awesome. It felt like such a, like two years to get that. Like, yeah. it was one of them where it is a grind. And you see, like, sometimes it's like, I'm sure other podcasts who hopefully are listening to this, we've got some nice uh, fellow podcasters who are community the show. Um, and they'll probably echo similar sentiments where it just feels like such a grind and you see other people. You have that sudden uptake, and you're like, "Fucking hell! How, how did he do it?" You know? Yeah, but and it's not like uh, I don't know how you phrase it. It's not envy, but it's like, "Fuck! I always doing something wrong," or you mm. end up, you know, thingy. But it's a slow grind, and yeah. I feel like it took ages to get to the one k. But then but it was funny, wasn't it? Because it, yeah. obviously the initial goal, and I think we spoke about this on like the Q and A episode we did a couple of months ago. But it's like we never set out a goal to do this or be this or get this many people yeah. or whatever. But obviously one of the milestones we had was like, let's get 100 subs because then we can have our own name. Now every fucker gets it because YouTube have changed the uh, policy anyway. We get a name and a handle now. Exactly. Honestly, it's getting as confusing Um, as Twitter under Elon Musk. Exactly. Um, (laughs) But yeah, and then obviously, so it's been quite a slog over the last couple of years, but we finally hit 1,000. But what's been mad is after we hit 1,000, like I think you mentioned that this was like a thing that happens, but we're now like at like 1.4K. 
Yeah. I, well, when I was like, up like four hundred. When I was like, how do you crack YouTube? Like, what do you do? And and you know, you look at all the advice on YouTube, and again, it was never about like getting the numbers, but what's the best way of managing YouTube? They were like niche down. Don't be all over the place. You, you niche down. And we were always a niche anyway. It's like wrestling is what we do, so mm-hmm. it's a wrestling YouTube show, you know. And um, you know, so it's little tips like that. You know, be concise in your titles have like images that are quite and one of the things it was a lot of them seemed to say in the advice was what getting to 1k is harder than going beyond that once you hit 1k you get a bit more notice. so sorry i'm laughing have you seen the michael mcintyre stand up where he goes on holiday to some hotel in like um like asia somewhere and they ask him whether he wants one key but it's like you want one key <laughs> and he's like <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> first tangent to the night. Uh, I don't even know how to follow that. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, but apparently, once you get past the one k mark, it, it it then sort of gets a bit easier in terms of the algorithms. I, I don't know if there's yeah. any truth to that, but it certainly it seems to have been the case for us. But yeah, because we as soon as we hit one k, like obviously we're at one four had... now, and that's been like we've managed to get four hundred subs in less time than it took us to get to 1k yeah and i know obviously you you like to uh you like to take the piss out of me that i'm uh can be somewhat braggadocious at times i'm proud of us man so you may have seen if you follow us on instagram um i post like the the recaps and highlights that we get from places but we had 554,000 views on youtube that's, over half a million views that's which nice. is fucking awesome um 147,000 um minutes of watch time so you know that's insane to be fair yeah. um that's pretty cool but i think, I think did i work this out did i work this out carl's a stats net for those who haven't figured that out yet i think i worked it out i can't remember um but it's like i can't remember like 100 something days or something worth of um watch time i think that, that could have been tiktok i don't know but basically loads of people saw our stuff so we th- we're even if thankful. only one person had watched it we'd still be happy well exactly but uh, we, it's just know. nice because obviously we put we put videos out every week and we put the work in and it's nice that uh yeah we're seeing that that bit of growth as we've always said though th- this is always a show for us to just catch up on a weekly basis in it and like we might it chat is. wrestling or you know format it in a certain way but you know we obviously have fun while we do the show and then when the cameras are off we just chat and have fun anyway because we're best mates at the end of the day yeah. so obviously loads of growth there um, TikTok as well has been awesome we've also been all over the news this year uh, yeah sorry about that <laughs> told you not to do the thing um, <laughs> feeling some hot water no but like um, obviously my, my OnlyFans did not work out <laughs> but uh <laughs> Yeah, like literally stuff like we've been featured before on websites and stuff for like different interviews and different things that come from the show, which has been really cool. Yeah. But like this year we were everywhere. We were on Bleacher Report, we were on Sports Kida, we were on I think you Fightful, we were on Inside the Ropes. Uh, Frightful, yeah. Um I think one thing you mentioned possibly on one of the other segments before was the fact that like I think this is the first time we've broke news. Yeah. Because obviously we, we were lucky enough to and we'll talk about some of the interviews, but we were lucky enough to interview uh, Devon Dudley, who mm-hmm. mentioned about obviously the beef or alleged beef between him and Bubba, yeah, and um, obviously before they started doing conventions and stuff together again, he told us that that's what was going to happen, yeah, and obviously uh, mentioned that his son's coming to work to to uh, WWE, WWE from, and stuff, yeah. So like he like, he, he always dropped a few stories. bombs there, yeah. There's been new dropped stories, bombshells. <laughs> so, he's out of control. Um, and that like you say that caused that sort of like I think that's mm. the first time we ended up like breaking stuff but also like like you say it caused that sort yeah, of like obviously we've been lucky to have 
numerous things picked up in the news in the past and stuff like that but yeah this was like this was crazy and another one for that was Medusa as well like obviously like they were super happy because she's promoting her book at the end of the day yeah and it got and like, yeah, we were everywhere she did like a, a video and everything didn't she just ah, saying yeah, like a management company sent her all these articles and she was just like this is awesome because at the end of the day it's it's news it's getting out there yeah. and people are talking about it at the end yeah. of the day I was, so. I was made up the way she handled it as well because obviously she was talking about some of the clickbaity elements of it and she's like you know it, it is what it is kind of yeah. thing and like they were picking up possibly on some of the things that would get attention but it's all I mean she's doing a tell all book at the end of the day so I'm glad she didn't sort of approach it in that same way well exactly um, and I should have like done some work ahead of time but you know I'm lazy but you didn't um, but we did had our, our most interviews this year didn't we oh yeah uh, not half. like by by a long shot by so a big margin. 2020 we had three so we had thunder rosa griff and georgia 2021 we had seven um and then this year we've had um 16 at least as as of my list which may not be up to date which is it looks pretty up to date mental to be fair yeah. um and to be honest like i i still look at this occasionally and think god like from being <laughs> drunk sorry thunder but it's true from being drunk uh, interview with Thunder. <laughs> the very first interview we ever did. Um, to like where we are now, where it's kind of like I, I don't want to say to you... being drunk and interviewing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to say you get used to it, but like we've got like a bit of a format to it now. We're a lot less nervous speaking to people that we're like yeah. fans of, because this is what we've always said. It's like we we approach people who are fans of, so it's it's kind of surreal. Like like using examples from twenty twenty one, then like Mickey James was like a childhood crush for you, Cal. Oh god, yeah. So like adult, adult crush. So, um, so that's like kind of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can get past the fact that I didn't know how many titles you won. It's fine. But We've like moved on. And like like we'll look at the Godfather's another example, isn't it? Godfather, like you watched as a kid, you watched Papa Shango. Adult crush. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, it's always like slightly nervy waiting for them to actually connect and and get yeah. under but once you're underway you kind of get into a format yeah. with it and that in itself is mad isn't it to think like obviously thinking how nervous we were when we'd, we'd obviously arranged to chat with thunder mm. versus like how kind of not blase but it's just kind of like oh yeah we've got like it got to a point towards especially towards the end of this year where we were just we had interviews every fucking other week and it just got to a point where it was like it was, not, it was the norm two in the same day yeah just that's how it landed. You know, fucking El Medusa and Santino on the same day, like fucking hell. What a day like, that was. How cool! But yeah, Indeed. that's um, you know, such a variety of interview as well. Like I, I'm always, I'm always happy with how we we do stuff. Like I've I've made no bones about it. There's there's people out there who go and do the podcast circuit. They got something they want to promote, and they got to do all this kind of stuff, and that's fine. And if we want to speak to them, people like you can do if if it's if it's that kind of thing. But some people just get out there and they're on everything, and it's just like, well, what's left? What else is left to say? Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like you can get them on, but you will have heard everything about yeah, whatever they want to. What's what, one thing I've always been like? Because like, you end up, you do end up repeating some questions. Yeah, like there's been questions we've asked them that they've heard a million times before, but you want to have a conversation with them, and like you say, if 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 there's kind of nothing left to talk about yeah you know so exactly because you, you, you know because obviously we're fans at the end of the day and we watch all some stuff anyway so we might see some of these interviews and then yeah. well, what do we need to ask them for we know the answer it's not worse than like faking <laughs> a question when you know you, you already know so yeah but yeah i i love the variety of stuff we've done we've had behind the scenes stuff we've had um guests on from like conventions we've had yeah. old school guests we've had partner guests in like top rope yeah we got to talk to top rope because obviously we started drinking their beer started yeah promoting their beer mm -hmm. and got to speak to them about the process and how they do it that was fascinating yeah. stuff we had our, our very first interview um 
because of our PWTV partnership. So obviously we got the chance to speak to MLW champion um, Alex Hammerstone, mm-hmm. which is super cool. Obviously we're able to watch MLW now, which is huge for us. Indeed. It's another th- like you can yeah, watch it for free like it on was, Pro Wrestling TV. Yeah, so. it was harder to find before yeah. that. Like obviously there was stuff on YouTube, but then they were had deals like in America and stuff. But like Pro Wrestling TV, we can just watch it now, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously, like all of them are awesome. But even like so, like Paula Blaze. I always look at that one because you and your wife watch yeah. um, 90 Day Fiancé. Yeah. So, like, you were like fucking dog's bollocks in the other house, right? And you're yeah. just like, oh, I've just got this. Uh, well, power fun fact, because we didn't put it in the actual show because my wife wouldn't let me. But uh, at the end of that interview, I um, as we sort of stopped recording, I, I basically just gave my wife like a couple of minutes to speak to her because I was like, yeah, like she, she was actually a massive fan of 90 Day Fiancé. And I'm like, yeah. well, Turns out she's a wrestler too, so mm. we're we're speaking to her like that was kind of a coincidence, wasn't it? Because yeah. obviously she's coming up in the wrestling scene. She's like, I, she's a fascinating story as well, Paula, because she saw fight with my family and was like, I want to do that shit. Yeah, it weren't even like a yeah. Cool I, I watched that? it growing up, loved it. It was like I want to do that. Did you see as well? Not long after we had her on the show, she got to meet Paige at a convention. Oh as yeah, well. and like that's nice. cool. It's kind of yeah, full yeah. circle for her, but and obviously like Barry Blaustein and stuff. I like, like, I fucking love Barry on the mats. That, like. That has a special place for me, the, the yeah, Barry. Yeah. Barry was such a such a lovely guy, and such a genuine person. Like, yeah. and not that like, that sounds weird. Like, it's not that he's the only one who was really genuine. <laughs> no, my point is like, it was weird because he's sort of famous in his own right. You know, he he's been yeah. a, he wrote uh, coming to America and mm-hmm. coming to America. Yeah. The, the second one yeah um so he's worked with the likes of eddie murphy and stuff he's wrote some big on a lot of stuff with eddie hasn't he yeah beyond the mat is the the quintessential mm. um wrestling documentary and you know i'm kind of in awe of his work in yeah. that sense and one of the things we'll talk about uh, the future of our show um uh, we'll sort of touch on that as well but um just to see how he ultimately and again when we were off the air he's just a guy who is a wrestling fan yeah you know and we were having a conversation like you and me would have a conversation and i'm like that's just it's awesome that like even after all these years and, and the success he's had with beyond the mat and all the stuff yeah. that he's just like just a yeah. wrestling fan at the yeah. end of the day he just gave up I mean? his like, time to just chat to us yeah. and stuff he didn't you know what i mean he's like he's away from the, he's, he's teaching now in like yeah, uh, yeah. Your screen a professor, and yeah. stuff and in, in a university so yeah I, I love that even like the mountie like for me that was a really cool one because my dad always loved the Mountie. Yeah, yeah. And, like, obviously, like, he was really big into wrestling, like, 92 when I first got into it. And, like, he used to, like, he used to just love the Mountie. And uh, yeah. so it's cool to say, I had the Mountie on the show. Yeah. And he was just And do you like, know what? Wow. As well, like, it was, I, I loved seeing how impassioned he was about what he was doing yeah. for the wrestling scene in Canada. Yeah. I was like, it's so, like, he's, he was right, though. No one else is doing that kind of shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, giving back in, in such a way to, Get put like a platform out there for people to make it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, on the back of that, we spoke doing. to Jeremy Prophet. Yeah, who was who, obviously one of the winners of Wrestling yeah. Academy. And but he was again so grateful to the Mountie and so mm. uh, what's the word? Proud of the Canadian wrestling scene. Yeah. And if, if you watch the Jeremy Prophet interview, you'll see how impassioned he is about making the Canadian wrestling scene bigger. And he honestly some of the stuff he illuminated because obviously the Mountie touched on it he was talking about the Wrestling Academy and, and what he's trying to do whereas Jeremy would give us a bit of an insight in like how hard yeah. it is to break America and you wouldn't think it'd be so hard to break America being Canadian but the the, the fucking hoops you have to jump through just it's to insane, do it is insane it? yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's an issue in, in the wrestling industry I just wasn't aware of and yeah, exactly he, he's yeah. doing what he can to get that out there as well so yeah, yeah. but we obviously we've had just like such a 
Like, how fortunate have we been to just speak to all these people and just... Yeah. And it's just been like said, awesome. Just genuinely fascinating. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, interview-wise, we've, you know, had fucking a great time. Just, and uh, yeah. We mentioned, obviously, Pro Wrestling TV. Like, who, who... Like, how crazy is that? Like, we never thought ever, yeah, you know. Like, we started out, we were just an audio podcast, and then we are like, maybe we should put stuff on YouTube... When we kind of explored that for a bit, and then now to go on to Pro Wrestling TV, a streaming service with cable. We don't um, even really say podcast that much now. Well, I, we're kind of not, are we, to be fair? Well, I mean, well, we've done this studio element. Yeah. Like the first two years, we weren't even sat together. We're no. doing it like we've, I mean, some of the elements we're probably going to talk about. And yes, this it's a reflective episode. We're talking about ourselves. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> um, but like we've had to, we've upgraded the kit, so we've got the green screen, we've got yeah. the studio, we've got I the mean, mic, you know. And we're you know, like, let's let's sort of build on the the more TV show element of it because yeah. that's what we're slowly becoming. I mean, to be fair, a lot of the format changes was as well. It's like this was the first time. It was like, do you know what? This is serious. Like we're going to be on cable TV. We're going to be on yeah. you know a streaming platform. Like. We probably should try and step our game up. We're not in a pandemic anymore. We could meet up. We just need a studio space, and so we we obviously we did that, didn't we? Yeah. And, um, you know, it's. I think it, the show's been better for it. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, because we can oh, bounce yeah. off we, each other. We we felt. I, I suppose we felt we compelled to Santa uh, hat from you know through the. <laughs> we felt compelled to sort of up our game, I suppose, <clears> when it was like, okay, we're going to be on a, a linear cable, <clears> as well as being on that streaming platform, and obviously they were like super. Um, helpful and enthused about us being part of it, so yeah. it, it just it was like right, we need to like let's let's up the production value. Yeah, and, and it's one I of them. Like I think it's been awesome. Yeah, I mean to be fair, like you know, you can tell there's still a long way to go. Like we've got a really good microphone now. We still need to mess around and get the, the like filters on it in place, and so, you know what I mean. We just yeah, we're still learning about you know, like and like camera shit. wise, we know there's a bit of a jumpy autofocus thing with it and stuff. Like we've yeah. got like we a video don't know capture how to card. switch that off. <laughs> we've got a video capture we'll card. We'll explore different camera stuff in the new year, yeah. maybe. Look, so look, we bought this thing. Look, we, we it does something. We don't know what it does. Yeah, um, we don't know what it is. So but... you know, we are learning. We are kind of getting through it, but um. You know, we're old now. We're old farts. You know what I mean? We, you know, we might say we're, you know, we love tech and we're dead top savvy, but we're probably not really. Yeah, have you heard of this um, iPod? iPod. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's like it's like a Zoom. It's the way you sleep. <laughs> I don't really understand. Um, so obviously, yeah, Pro Wrestling TV was awesome, and um, to be featured in Pro Wrestling Illustrated, to be actually put to print in a magazine, yeah. like the best the, magazine. The name of our show. The best the, magazine. And yes, it was part of a, an article because we'd obviously interviewed uh, the wonderful Georgia Smith mm-hmm. uh, regarding her mission with her, with her dad and his legacy. And uh, yeah, even though it weren't like a, you know, they weren't doing like the PWI's top 100 podcasts or something like that. <laughs> it, it's just awesome to see our name in print. It may as well there. have been, damn it. Yeah, but uh, see our name in print there was just fucking cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Obviously, I bought the magazine now. You did, stuff, you bought it's a copy? It's got pride of place. Um, so just stuff like that is awesome. Um, and obviously, we don't forget our roots either. So we mentioned we've obviously moved to TV and more of a talk show. Like, we had some big successes in the podcast world this um, this year as well. Like, we, we I mean, obviously, a big, big thanks to Nikolai from... Uh, uh, wrestling Og Norden uh, or the wrestler and the nerd I can't hard to say I, I thought things. you did a good job of the pronunciation um, but... Nikolai absolute legend like again while we're talking about, before we get into our side of it like Nikolai uh, we spoke to and we'll get onto that um, collaborative stuff later mm. but Nikolai we spoke to and he obviously is a massive wrestling fan and was talking to us about how the, the wrestling scene on the wrestling fandom in Denmark is just not 
the same. It's not the same no. scale. So he, he obviously loves interacting with like the likes of ourselves or over across the pond in America and so on like that because there's just not the fandom isn't really the same no. for him. No. And uh, it, it's a shame because we, we there's like a, well, it's not a shame because the internet's there and there's a wealth of like people he can speak to and, and such like that. But like when you consider how like the wrestling scene is in Britain or the, yeah. how the wrestling scene is in America, it's crazy to think that it, it's like. He's a massive wrestling fan, and he hasn't got the same yeah. sort of indie scene over there. Yeah, but to be fair to him, like he's he's a trailblazer in like Denmark for the podcast wrestling oh, podcast yeah. world. Like he's you know, right. he's now number one in Denmark and stuff. And to be yeah. fair, he was a massive help in us being ranked number one in Denmark because he yeah, was listening. Yeah. And I'm sure he was telling like his friends and stuff. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, and we ended up getting number one in Denmark, which is huge. And uh, we also got on the island charts. Did we get up to like number four or something? We got high. Yeah, we got pretty high. Um, in, um, <laughs> pretty high in Ireland. Yeah, we got pretty high. Uh, so like we had that as well. The, there's like there's like loads of um yeah man. loads of successes like we had in the charts dropping in and out of the charts um consistently which again for a long time we weren't in them at all yeah so, which, which is surprises nice. me I think as well because we are more of a video platform now as well yeah and it, it's nice that you know we are like this is why I'd never give up on the podcast side of it because. It's nice to be available across all mediums yeah. for people who want to listen to us while they're driving or doing something. Because yeah. we're whatever. well aware, like you, you know, you might not necessarily need to see our faces. <laughs> I mean, you should. <laughs> um, I mean, this this Santa hat's radiant. Is all I'm saying. But yeah, so I think um, you know, fantastic achievements from a podcast standpoint as well. Um, but you kind of touched on kind of collaborations and stuff there, and I think um, <laughs> we've obviously we've been fortunate enough to start to. I don't know why we haven't done it as much like we did. We've had supporters and we've obviously been supporting others podcasts for since we yeah. started. We've always kind of been over the socials, haven't we? Like we'll interact. Yeah. We we were um I think one of the bigger parts as opposed to doing more collaboration and hopefully more in the future was um was um cheap pop wrestling, in all fairness, yeah. in their their fantasy Fancy uh, faction. Fancy. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say draft. I was like, it's not a draft. <laughs> uh, the fantasy faction, which has been awesome fun, but it also obviously joined a, a lovely wrestling community. Yeah. there, very like minded because we, again, we've we've talked on that before now. But it it's um, you have like a very toxic side of the wrestling fandom. Um, so it's nice that like even when we all differ on opinions about stuff, it's not yeah. toxic. It's not fucking. It's not just people being assholes. It's just a really good community. Yeah, and that's been forged in the fantasy faction, which is the the brainchild of uh, G-Pop Wrestling, who've put a lot of work into the the setup of the fantasy faction side mm. of things, the point system, yeah. and keeping it fair, even though they, they win an inordinate amount. Yeah. It's stuff like that. Like, um, yeah, like they, they made a little community out of it, didn't they? Like, you yeah. know, like we? Yeah, we had like a prediction series, but then we ended up just getting, like, I don't think we could have done like a group chat or nothing for it because it just would have been like fucking loads of people in there. I mean, maybe we still could, to be fair. I don't know why we could. I mean, we, I mean, we could but, try uh, it, but I think the, um, I don't know, the, the prediction series has always been like a bit of a different animal. It crops up, people make mm. the predictions, and then it goes yeah, away until the you, next pay-per-view. You play out like constantly, don't yeah, you? Yeah, the, the fantasy factions, cool. like there's a constant role in sort of community there. Yeah. Um, so I think it's the, just different animals and um, yeah. it's, been, it, but it's been, been and is yeah. hours fun. But it's been good. We got obviously... totally battered out of the World Cup. So <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, we, I forgot, we left I forgot, that so fucking quick. I forgot to change my team. I forgot to yeah, change my team. It's entirely like, Carl's fault. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I think um, that's been good. And obviously we did our first kind of collaboration episodes. Anthony had a fantastic idea of Get the F Out um, where, you know, we discuss our wrestling pet peeves. It's an idea. Um, it was completely original idea never stolen um, and it was nice to be able to bring those guys on to the show as well so we had Nikolai um, yeah. and we uh, had Ant and Luke from Cheap Pop and it was it was good just like just to just to 
just shoot the shit with like wrestling yeah. fans and talk about it. So that's something we'll do more of, I think. Yeah, we. I mean, we've been talking for ages about like, oh, should we do like a pub quiz kind of thing and yeah. so on like that. And we never really followed through. And then I don't know why we were just sort of utterly convinced, like, get the FO, that'd be the one. And yeah. I think it's because it allowed the opportunities to sort of go off on a topic mm. with like-minded wrestling fans so yeah just made the most sense didn't it <clears throat> exactly i think the and format i, I, I do say well. go off if you uh <laughs> if you watch get the f out you you, yes. you get to hear some uh oh yeah some some good commentary on some yeah. topics you want you want to hear some thoughts on jim Cornette? you want to <laughs> check that out but i think what's Sad nice rise. about it as well is even outside the fancy faction group and stuff like across the wrestling community we've started to you know make a lot of friends as well like i know obviously we've been chatting to like um you know Shay and Katrina and people like that who yeah, yeah. do a lot of stuff and like obviously they're keen to link up and collaborate on things and obviously Indeed, Dirty yeah. Heels we've always been linked in with those guys yeah um, you know oh, yeah. the wrestling takeover okay, when we talk about like doing a, doing a quiz we've been like we've talked to Dirty Heels for a long time now we're like oh yeah we definitely need to do a quiz and we still haven't put yeah. the quiz together or done it yet I know but uh, they've uh, been, but been even on like, um, like, a, while, like. A, a SCW as well what a cool like guy he is I'd love to get him on um, mm. as well he's just like a um, a guy who's kind of started out similar to us do you know what I mean I think he's he's from Britain he's moved to like Florida or somewhere oh, now yeah. um, and like the bastard jealous yeah. Um, but yeah I'd love to get him on as well so it's been very good from a community standpoint this year I think Definitely. and I think something that has kind of opened our eyes to try and do more stuff like that we've always just kind of done our own thing yeah. and, we've, and it, been, we've shown support and liked a lot of stuff and helped people but um, we've yeah really we've never really shows. done like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and for like for me I've like I don't know, you, you look at it and go like as much as we can rant about things when we're doing our show, it, it just it's more positivity in the wrestling world. Yeah. Like the wrestling fandom can be fucking yeah. toxic as fuck. Yeah. Um <clears throat> but especially when something like the CM Punk incident happens and then everyone has to suddenly take a fucking side. Um but I don't know, for me it's like it's, it's a positive side of it all, isn't it? Like the community. So let's all talk about wrestling because we're all fans of wrestling. Yeah. Why the fuck? Absolutely. Not? Um so obviously we had um, we had all of that, which was good. But we were also lucky enough um, to to appear on another show this yeah, year, which was another um, first for us. Yeah, yeah. So the Working Fans Wrestling Pod. If you not checked out our episode on that, um, definitely go and check them out because um, it was really fun. You know, for it to be people like obviously asking us quite like on be on the other side of that lens like be interviewed you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. it was um, it was kind of surreal really yeah. yeah and obviously we've had like a couple of um, like people ask in the past and it's just never kind of materialized for our schedules or whatever but this one we just managed yeah. to make work i think it's um, it's always kind of hard as well because obviously the, the time zones are consistently like it's yeah. usually most of the wrestling fandom and most of the people we've uh sort of linked up with i suppose have been in the states so you then like well we're in the middle of the night or they're in the middle of the night it's, it's always yeah. been a little bit difficult in that sense hasn't it yeah um but you know i really enjoyed that so hopefully um we'll you know as we get more people on our show hopefully we can go on a couple of other shows as well yeah next yeah, year. Uh, quite yeah good. definitely be up for that um and one of the big things we did this year which is a big bold decision to make since it's been you know pretty much like bread and butter staple of the show um is we dropped this week in wrestling didn't we yeah, yeah i think we got to a point like we always were like oh yeah let's talk about wrestling like every week about the shows every week and then we were getting to a point it's like i i'll, I'll admit i was watching nxt because i felt i had to and that's when oh, we're like God, this yeah. is getting a bit silly because like it, it, it was taking like the enjoyment out of it almost anyone little. who enjoys NXT more power to you but for me at the time especially I was like I'm not enjoying NXT yeah 
Like, it just wasn't my cup of tea. I understand mm. it will be some people's, but I just wasn't enjoying it. Especially the, when they rebranded NXT 2.0 and it just wasn't the black and gold anymore. I was like, ah, no. Uh, can't be yeah, it was scary. I wanted to go, do you know what? We're not going to do this week in wrestling anymore and kind of remove a staple of the show. But obviously, we looked at like viewing figures and we looked at it from our perspective, what we were enjoying talking about. And it was more the news and like the you know the unique segments as we yeah, always called yeah. them so and i think we tried to yeah well because it was becoming like the timing never worked <clears throat> like again it's never been about getting the viewers but the timing never worked because we would always be yeah we're gonna find the right day sort we? of slap bang in the middle of the week so it was like well raw's already happened and like smackdown's yet to happen and yeah. dynamite depending on whether we landed on wednesday or thursday yeah. either has or hasn't happened yeah. uh, so we never like if we were the, if this was like a day job we'd probably go back to something like yeah. that where we talk about I it I think it, if we lived in America and the yeah. time zones were on our side, like we do live streams and stuff, I'm sure, but it's just yeah, for yeah. where we are. For... I mean, well, look at like, you look at fellow Brits <coughs> who it's their day job, like their whole job is mm. wrestling content, like Cultaholic, for instance, and then you understand like Raw happens and then they do like up, ups and downs, downs. what culture thing. All right. uh, sorry, uh, but they do like the WTF moments and stuff like that, and you go, well, okay, yeah, fair enough. I get why they can do that because yeah. like it's their bread and butter, so they can maybe have a, a weird sleep pattern or whatever. But they're straight onto the content, and you know, for us, it's a passion project, and it's like, yeah, yeah. we're not, we're not going to. At the end of the day, quickly, we have so. to, you know, we're doing it out of pure enjoyment. At the end of the day, um, and it's we want to enjoy what we're talking about and what yeah. we're doing. And I just mean, think anyone wants to pay us to do it, it's really um, but yeah, I just think for I think I think the point you make around the timings and stuff like it just yeah I think we can't go live and talk about it because it's like really middle of the night stuff be like four a.m. by the time we could talk about it. Um, so yeah, it just didn't work for us to be fair. Mm. Um, but yeah, before we move on to some stuff, what's coming next or stuff we want to explore? What would you say has been your favorite moment or moments of this year, if you had to? put it all into perspective it's probably a weird one to say as a favorite moment but one thing i'll pick out is like where i'm like hey, we, we've made it this is cool was being asked to do an interview yes like and i don't know if we need to name names there because it would seem like yeah. we didn't seek <clears throat> it seem like we didn't seek her out yeah, yeah. But like the fact that it was like oh do you want to do this interview it was like it, I, I don't we never had that before and I, that no. was kind of like this is cool like yeah I like well again another one we've had very recently um, we've, we've been asked to do a film review yes and I'm like that's fucking cool like the mm. fact that we're getting approached for stuff now is like like if we carved a little niche for ourselves where like mm. we're, we're notable enough for that kind of thing that's pretty cool for me you know? yeah so that's, that's, that's awesome that, like, to be fair it's not a particular moment but like they're kind of like phase for me it's like that's pretty cool that we're now like we're now getting approached for stuff as well that's, that's kind of nice um but uh, do you know what? Like in terms of favorite moments, a very recent one. Like uh, speaking to Santino, um, yeah. about like, and again, <clears throat> and it was not so much like the interview. I mean, we've we've always enjoyed every interview we've had, and it's been great speaking to, to, to people we've watched growing up and stuff like that. But the, I, when I say speaking to Santino, I suppose it was like on a on a human level, if you know what I mean. So like, um, when the cameras weren't rolling and we're talking about like families yeah. and stuff like that, and you can see how much you're just. Uh, I suppose I relate to him because he's like he's clearly a dedicated dad, and I'm yeah. like. That's like that's it's, it's cool nice to think to like sort the, of like that. 
relating to him on that level it was really yeah. cool so that's probably a favorite well, that's it though. it's like like stepping away from like being like oh god we've seen you on tv and we you know we think this and that and to be like you know on a very human level to be like oh you're a dad and it's just relatable yeah. and, and we can his, talk about his these son things. is a very similar age and yeah just listening to how he sort of basically just dotes on him and like yeah obviously he was talking about his daughter who's in nxt at the moment and that was again that was kind of business like but when you you talk to him and he's like talking about like is basically his son having the sort of foundations of judo and, and why he went with judo and stuff like that and you saying about your your son and mm. doing uh, jujitsu taekwondo taekwondo same, fuck same, I never fucked it up it's all martial um, arts <clears throat> yeah and just things like that I'm like it, it's it's just sort of I suppose kind of weird like relating to them on that level you know? yeah no, not weird, but like weird in a good way, you know. Yeah. So I, I, that's a particular favorite for me. Yeah, I think there's been so many, hasn't it? Like, well, one of the things I like is is how we've we've had people on the show, but then we've kind of maintained contact with a lot of them as yeah, well. Yeah. So like whether it's like you know chatting to them on Instagram messages or like obviously you know Ladybird, absolute sweetheart. Yeah, she's like, she's just the best. To be yeah. fair, um, I've I've got all the time in the world for Ladybird. I think she's fantastic, and she's gonna really go on to do really good stuff but um like you know danny danino as well like just yeah. supporting us like she shared um, obviously we didn't do this to share it you know and get like we haven't posted about it ourselves but we sent like little christmas cards didn't we to yeah. people just to genuinely thank them for you know coming on the show and just show our appreciation and um because again they've took their time yeah out of their day to be on our little show exactly like, and we know so, it's not like we're not like the likes of what culture or yeah wrestle talk and stuff like we know that we're, we're a smaller fish so the, the fact they've talked at the time is just yeah. lovely you know um, but like you know I think like you know Danny even shared the message on a um, story and stuff like that and like yeah. people have always been really complimentary about us and being like oh you know really enjoyed this one or this has been really good and it's just stuff like that is it's nice to know that yeah, because you know it's nice to know. Because at the end of the day, as you said, like they're taking their time, and I'm, I, there's nothing I could think of that would be worse than for them to go, okay, I'll speak to these guys and get off it and go, God, that was fucking painful. So it's nice to know that, you know, at least they haven't told us anyway. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, you felt well, like that's that a fair point. Yeah, they haven't come out of it like fucking glad, glad <clears throat> yeah. that's done. Tickets. So obviously, yeah, I like I all that, um, and actually building up like friendships with the guests that we've had on. Mm. Um, Pro Wrestling TV was a huge one. Um, I just think those guys are awesome. I love the fact that there's you know a network that is all about wrestling like like when i was a kid there used to be the wrestling channel on um sky and you know you could just go in tune in and just watch watch stuff and things and then there's nothing there's a wwe network and obviously you can watch wwe but like that was kind of it so to have like a place where you can stuff you know watch all this kind of stuff and then for us to be on there is mad yeah. like it is yeah. mad i know people might be like well you're on youtube and that's got like i don't know it's bigger audience and all that but what i asked like, it's like to to know that they trust us enough for our show to be on their network was really cool yeah. i think um, especially like they're trying to make something that is like for wrestling fans yeah so like you say they're trusting us to be part of that mm. and they are still building like mlw was a big signing for them yeah um they've got tons of content on there you know they've got the women's wrestling army on there uh which is obviously a big deal in their connection with uh, the let's say they've got warrior wrestling they've got um TNT uh, being the exclusive home for TNT and stuff like that, yeah. and that kind of felt like a good fit as well. Uh, you know, well, exactly. We've got like you know, um, Northwest um, wrestling. So. Yeah, so um, it, it, like you say, it just it was nice to be sort of trusted to be part of that as well. You know, yeah. Um, but on top of that, you know, pro wrestling TV, and I'm not just saying it's blowing smoke because we're on there as well. But like pro wrestling TV, my my little lad's uh, three, so he's like he doesn't really 
you know, he likes like dinosaurs and, and blippy and shit like that. Um, and it's always like, not that I'm trying to force wrestling on him, but I'm always like, oh, I wonder if he'll be a mm. wrestling fan because obviously I'm a big wrestling fan, you know, that sort of thing. And um, he likes to actually wrestle, like, but he likes to drop kick me and shit like that. Yeah, so, he likes, like, he likes beating you up. Yeah, he likes to beat me up. And um, <clears throat> one of the things that he started watching because I was very conscious of like, well, I can't really have him, I can't really go, well, you want to watch wrestling with me and put AEW on? And it's like, blood and guts. Why, why are they wearing dog collars and stabbing each other? I said, well, it, it's it's a different kind of wrestling that, you know? Yeah. Um, so I had to be sort of careful about the content of, and one of the things I got from pro wrestling TV, because where else do you find it in this country, uh, was Triple Mania hmm. and Triple A in general. Like yeah. he, he loves the, the sort of luchadors. He loves... The, the connection they had with the, the Marvel, the Marvel franchise. So he was like watching, to him, he's watching like Spider-Man fighting mm-hmm. Thanos in a wrestling ring. Yeah. So he's like loving Triple A. And we watched like, uh, we watched the Triple Manias. Um, I think there's three of them on there at the minute. But we watched a lot of Triple A content on Pro Wrestling TV. And it's thanks to Pro Wrestling TV that there was, yeah. I, I found one I could watch with me son. Yeah, that's so, so cool though. Yeah, yeah. I need to, um, I mean, because I think similar with, with obviously with my son, he's, he's into superheroes and stuff, but I had, I don't know if it was, I don't think it was Clash. I had one of the, you know, events on that you can watch live over here, one of the Saudi shows, I'm sure, or Clash. Um, and he was, um, he started watching it with me and he was like, oh, I like her. When he saw Alexa Bliss, he was like, can she come to my house to play? And I was like, fucking hope so, kid. I can ask the question. Uh, she can come around anytime. So, yeah, I love that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what a year. We could talk. I think we've already talked way longer than we probably planned yeah. to about what an awesome year it's been. Oh, and we always say... Just here, just like, how great are we? <clears throat> well, no, like, but it's like, I don't it's know. Reflective. It's reflective. Yeah, it's reflective on how obviously proud we are of what we've done. And obviously, if you're still listening to this or watching this now, Thanks. you know thanks to you as well because we wouldn't be here would we but uh, well we would we just wouldn't have anyone listen but um, you know we were going to talk about some stuff what's next yes. so the one I wanted to chat about because I know um, you've got a couple of um, bits on there to potentially talk about as well mm. but one I wanted to talk about was um, just around interviews I don't think we ever intended I mean what well, we didn't we never set out to be an interview podcast in fact we you know or talk show now we never you know we even kind of said we don't like necessarily shows that are just all about the interviews because there must be so much pressure to go, who have we got next week? Who have we got next yeah, week? Yeah, thing. We never wanted the, like, that internal sort of stress of being like, well, yeah. I'm an interview show, so I need to find yeah. interviews. And then having to arrange interviews with people you don't want to talk to and stuff. like It just it was never us. So we've always been about having balance, I yeah. guess. And it's been mad that we've had 16 <laughs> or whatever interviews at least this yeah. year. And it feels weird because like we're still true to that. That they were all people we wanted to speak yeah. to. It weren't like a case of like we want to be an interview show now. Yeah, exactly. they're all people we want to speak to. So it is still yeah balanced in that sense. Yeah. So I mean, you well, know, like, we're not going to change our stance on that. You won't suddenly start seeing loads of interviews now because oh they get more views and they like don't care. At the end of the day, yeah. like I'd I'd rather do an episode of ten that gets nine views on YouTube than you know what I mean. Uh, phone it in with somebody, but. You know, we've got a couple potentially lined up, or at least in discussions with and stuff. So you can expect interviews still to come. Yeah, definitely. Um, we've got, you know, hopefully it comes off. I don't obviously we can't say the names and stuff like that, no. but we've got one hopefully um, coming in the not too distant future, which I think mm. could be really, really huge for us um, because obviously they're just, you know, um, just awesome. 
Uh, and then we've also we've got a couple, hopefully, of other like more niche type ones, like more kind of behind the scenes or more kind yeah, of future focused uh, type ones. As you've probably gathered, we're, we're quite fans <clears throat> of like behind the scenes type stuff. We yeah. like to get into the government. It's, it's fascinating. Documentary style stuff. Yeah, you yeah. Know. I find like we learn more as yeah. well. But um, you, you mentioned documentary style uh, stuff there, Anthony. Have you got any thoughts on other types of content we might want to put out? Well, I mean, this is like, again, I think. Um, I'm going to blame you Barry uh, not that you're probably listening to us at this point but <laughs> Barry Blaustein uh, one of the interviews we had the the writer of Beyond the, Beyond the Mat which mm-hmm. is like I think any wrestling fan has probably watched that documentary at mm-hmm. some point um, and it just it, it's been in my head for a little while and we've, we've talked in the past about doing more long form content of like you know we, we try and keep everything as condensed as possible because it's yeah. a digestible podcasty type thing but like taking some time to like i i'm not gonna sort of spill the beans on what we're trying to do because you know um not that i'm not saying we're gonna fail to do it but i don't really want to sort of give it away now you know what i mean but basically we're (laughs) we're, what we what we want to do as like i suppose a project that will be throughout next year so you won't necessarily see it like january february but like (laughs) is to to put together like a documentary mm-hmm. of sorts not yeah. like us two running around with it not like a louis thoreau kind of approach of like you know i tried to get into his house and was refused or anything like that it's um we're going to be covering a particular topic wrestling funnily enough yes uh we're gonna like we're basically gonna try and do more of a long form like fully like edited maybe speaking to some people um you know i suppose uh, looking at the way things like that i, I mentioned it earlier but that's sadomania um yeah. fanship to f- uh, friendship thing hulk hogan and all that so trying to you know maybe do a more of a format of like that kind of sense of like well let's look at this and let's try and do it as more of like a like a, like a film type thing, yeah. I suppose. So it's, you know? it's less kind of us sat here in a studio talking directly at the camera and stuff, but kind of more maybe like it won't even be us sat here, but it's kind of just more kind of using video clips or Yeah, so you might get and... a bit more voiceover work, some actual yeah. clips, some like speaking to people who are like fans of or relating to, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, it's difficult because I'm trying not to sort of give away yeah. where my head is at the minute on the yeah. first one. It's exciting though, the one that yeah, obviously yeah. it's, uh, so Anthony's kind of, as he said, since the Barry interview, it's kind of something he's been really keen to explore and I think it's a really good idea, a really good concept and something I'm excited to hopefully try. It's it's going to be different for us, isn't it? Because yeah, It's probably going to be difficult because we've never <clears throat> done anything that, no. that sort of, because it's, it, you then get into that whole thing of like, like we we have sort of got a rough idea that we can engage with people at least on like a thirty minute to forty minute sort of format, but to do something like that is essentially a film. Yeah. Try and get people to stay and watch the whole thing. Yeah, it's almost like, like keep people engaged. You have to write like a script like, and plan yeah, the scenes exactly, yeah. and plan like yeah, the flow yeah. of it and the length and yeah, everything. So essentially, we have to storyboard the fuck out. Yeah, it's not something we we obviously plan this week in week out, but it's it's different, isn't it? Like yeah. Carl, for those who don't know has uh written scripts before now mm-hmm. not for wrestling but for films and such so like you've got probably more of a, an idea of how you format a script together but uh, well, even this a... would be a learning curve for us wouldn't <laughs> yeah, it so yeah well obviously my dad's a, a screenwriter so um, he is you know yes Apple doesn't fall too far from the tree but <laughs> i decided to do more children's stories at the moment um, well like but like your dad's he's wrote he's wrote a film 
Well, he's wrote a few, but mm. obviously he's he's, he's like um, one notable film that's in my head that, mm. that you can you can get. That, do you want to give it a plug? Amazon Prime, yeah, Half Pace. There you go. So you can uh, you can check out Half Pace on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. uh, for an idea of of like your dad's sort of filmmaking uh, credits. But uh, but again, because this is sort of documentary style, I suppose it'd be a yeah. learning curve all around yeah. on it because there is a slight different element to it. It has to be scripted, but. The big challenge, the big challenge the for me is gonna is like the editing of it and stuff and pulling it all together and yeah. you know it's 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 I don't want to say it's very easy but it kind of is but it's easy to just go okay camera on we're gonna talk yeah. right and then uh, maybe cut that out you know, you know what I mean yeah. yeah and it's like that's it done but it's like trying to plan stuff where you you know what I mean it's very much like voiceover and what do you show and like what 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 footage do you have access things, to we're gonna try and pull different bits in we're gonna have to now for, for the first time ever think about like copyright elements yeah. and stuff like that. Um, or if we do like as I say the plan is to maybe speak to some people who are like in the fandom of mm-hmm. and you go well where did, like find them the best place to place those elements of it and so there's, there's a lot of it's going to be fun but it's going to be uh, a bit of a learning curve I suppose yeah. and that, that's probably going to be like obviously we'll still do our weekly show but that's going to be like a, a project throughout yeah, the year yeah it'd be, it'd, be it'd be a long form project I think you know it might be that's the only one we do this year. Obviously, if we get it done quicker, then you know, depending on how long it takes, then maybe we can try and get a second one out there. But I think we need to just focus on the the one and see how we yeah. how we do. But um, so we have that, and then obviously one of the other things we've discussed, which I don't think we're fully committed to yet, but something that so we're not about making money on this show at all, are we? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's never been. That's what I mean. If someone wants to pay us, like you will say this, if someone wants to pay us to do this show all the time, then yeah, yeah cool. Um, but obviously, there's talks of like Patreons and things and like fan sites and all this kind of stuff. And I don't know, it might be something we explore, but only if we feel like there's something warranting the, the fee. If that makes sense, and we'd never do it with any sort of like you should go here and pay, or you're not. It, it, no, it probably won't change the content at all. But oh like, god, no! There'll be nothing behind a paywall. It's always going to be everything we do will always be for free on pro wrestling TV on you know everywhere you get podcasts and on YouTube. And that's where we're like we're toying with Patreon, but it's like, well, <clears throat> what can we offer a Patreon that yeah. wouldn't be us taking stuff away that we used to give away for free? Yeah, we've had thoughts so. around like you know allowing people to get closer to. You know the guests that we have on the show and ask questions and mm. you know stuff like that. But you know what, what, what would you want to see? You know what I mean? It, maybe it's maybe it's not for us. Like we've never done it up to now um, for a reason essentially. But it's something we floated the idea about and something that I think we'll explore next year. Um, but is there an appetite for it? You tell us. Um, mm. And what would you want to see? And what do you think would be worthwhile? Because I mean, so far, like when <clears throat> like, we're being honest about it, when we toyed with the idea, it's like. We're still putting the content out there, but then do you use the Patreon element to go, well, you know, if you're a Patreon, then you can have some control over, like, what we, like, do we do another 10 or, yeah. like, et cetera. Like, you can control what segment we do that week or, like, say yeah. you can ask direct direct questions to an interviewee. You get to know who we're interviewing before the it comes out and stuff like that. Because, again, like, other than Medusa, who actually advertised it before we got a chance to, yeah. we don't normally say who our guest is going to be until the day. That was so funny, that, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I'm on this. this so I said, like, "Oh, she's showing up then." Uh, <laughs> shit, um, it's real now. And I get it because obviously Medusa was, um, as well as being a wonderful guest and speaking to us about her career, she was brought in a book. Yeah. So I understand like that the element for her was like, "I'm going to be on this show this week." Mm-hmm. Um, but normally we don't do that. But again, like you say, some of the elements of the the Patreon could be like, "Well, this is who we're getting on this week." Yeah. So if you want to ask any questions, ask now. And then obviously you know. Yeah. Exactly. So there could be elements to that. Um. 
but again it's just something we've sort of battered about a bit I suppose because yeah. the content that we put out week in week out is not going to change from that so no um, but yeah so it, it's all, all exciting stuff to be fair I think um, yeah we, we will still obviously have interviews but it, you know it's only going to be with people that we want to talk to so if those opportunities come up then absolutely we'll be all over them if they don't they don't so we're not going to go chasing interviews because um, it's just not what we're about so we'll obviously have different types of segments and things then there'll always be the news there's always news every week so you'll always get that from us. You'll always get a different, unique segment as well. And we'll always bitch about something. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think interesting around the kind of documentary-style stuff. Um, so that's going to be a, a bit of a, a big learning curve and change. And I definitely want more collaboration. I'm convinced, right, that this will be fun if we, we do a collaborative episode with one, maybe a few uh, different podcasts where we play guess who but like wrestling related I'm yeah. convinced that would be fun yeah we need to find a way it may to not be it's got to be some kind of online guess who maker or something and then people can play along that way otherwise we're going to be shipping guess who boards across I'm, the board I'm convinced it'll be fun because of some of the wild fucking questions you're going to get mm. to eliminate certain oh, yeah. yeah. so yeah. I, I'm, I'm convinced we can make this a really fun game yeah. If not, and else we'll all enjoy it. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> we'll have fun, and that's all that matters. Um, so, yeah, hopefully you've enjoyed listening to us, uh, you know, rant on for a little bit. But obviously, yeah. season's beatings. It's uh, the 2022 recap. And, you know, and this year. may seem a bit self-involved, but this is the one time a year we give ourselves to talk about ourselves. So. <clears throat> well, that's it. You know, and, and hopefully... I mean, it's going to sound even fucking more self-absorbed and be like, hopefully you've learned something. But, you know, like obviously we've talked about like, you know, I hope you've learned something today. <laughs> like Obviously, we've talked about what we've learned over the last year and stuff and obviously about YouTube and things like that. And, you know, if there's other podcasts or creators out there listening to this and hopefully anything like that's been helpful as well. But And while we're talking, you know, what's your goal for next year, Carl? I never have goals, you know well, me. My goal, I have a goal for next year, and it's to look at the fucking camera. That would be helpful, yeah. Because um, I always look over here, which is where Carl's laptop is. I know. Because I need to get better at moving it to like the middle. But or the problem is, if we're being honest, I think I might be a little bit vain. You just like looking at yourself. Because I'm looking at me. Hmm. And I don't know if it's vanity or just like I'm trying to make sure that like I'm in a shot right or something, but I end up not looking at the camera. So my goal for next year is to look at the camera more <laughs> so I feel like we're interacting more. What yes. do you think? Um, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't have goals. I just, um, I hope we keep doing what so we're doing. So you like Everton? So we're looking for a new co-host for the ACK Wrestling Show next year. So just... Uh, get the funny thing is I don't even follow football. I don't know if that was a good jab or not. <laughs> um, but yeah I think uh, incrementally we can just keep doing little bits obviously we might improve the kit maybe camera wires and stuff might figure out how to make the microphone actually work the way it's by all accounts to. this is a popular mic though so we think we've hit the nail on yeah, the we've got the right we just mic. need to learn how to fucking use yeah, it yeah we need to just like well it doesn't help when Anthony's fucking you know playing fucking the cup song on the fucking uh, yeah, table well, I go behind the scenes every week I have to try and remember to not put this on vibrate yeah. so how many times have you listened to that was a phone yeah. By the way, in case you weren't sure what I was talking about, that's what he's telling you. I, I'm aware um, that it's an audio format as well. I, uh, so be, it's well, a phone. Again, because I'm vain, I um the updated Amazon um music. So I downloaded the new update, and when it opened, it opened up not on my music, but on podcasts, and obviously our podcasts on there. So I went. I wonder how the latest episode sounded, and it was um our wild prediction. So I pressed uh, play, and you could hear like. <laughs> and then the intro, and then and it was just like we need to find a way to cut that shit out. Um, but. We're all still learning, you know what I mean? But, Indeed. You know, it hasn't hindered us too much. Which yeah. is the main Come thing. along with us while we learn what we're doing. <clears throat> exactly. Or tell us what the fuck to do. That, that'd be nice. 
that'd, that'd be helpful. Um, so yeah, until next year. Ho ho ho, ho. That's not nice. Call me a ho. Um, but yeah, we hope you all have a wonderful Christmas, uh, wonderful New Year. We will be back in the New Year um, with some very exciting stuff. And um, yeah, happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. And until then, Merry thank Christmas, you for everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, what a way to sign off. That would have been funny. Heartfelt to go fuck yourself. Um, yeah, have a great Christmas, and we'll see you in 2023.